0: Every time I called Island I hit it. Every single time.
1: Bro, I <clears throat> I'd be afraid to to play beer pong like now. I haven't played in so long. I'd probably be so fucking terrible.
0: Uh, that's what you think. That's what you think, but it comes right back. It's like riding a bike. Like a like a drunk bike. You
1: say that, but say I just saw this episode of New Girl, where Nick was gonna be a lawyer for Schmidt, and he was like I could be a lawyer. It's easy. It's like riding a bike. And then it showed a flashback of him like forgetting how to ride a bike and like falling down. I feel it, like that would be me.
0: It's funny cuz like I say it's like riding a bike and I'm like weirdly bad at riding bikes. You've never seen me ride a bike.
1: I've never seen you ride a bike. That's right. That's accurate. I'm trying to think. I'm racking my brain. I can't find the seat lower thing. <laughs> so I think we're just going to sit how I am.
0: It's not even your seat. I know, but I don't Okay. I don't feel like moving. Uh, on. but yeah. Welcome to Almost Agreeable Almost Agreeable With your hosts, Chris Nelson and Ed Harris Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, sports. movies, movies. Music, music, and whatever else pops in our head
1: All right, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Almost Agreeable Podcast. I'm um, Chris. With me, as always, is Ed, and we are back to continue our Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of review, revisit the movies as as we're into Phase Four now. Yeah, yeah, um, a, l- a
0: little bit, a little bit into phase yeah, a little four. bit into
1: Phase Four. I think Phase Four kicked off with Wandavision. Yeah. So, long way to go before we get to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: today, we're going to be talking about two movies today. We're going to be talking about, uh, and if you didn't know, we're going in release order. And I'm pretty sure that they went Iron Man 2, directly after Iron Man, and then Thor. Yeah. So, we'll be discussing Iron Man 2 and Thor today.
0: So, it's not like we went through and, you know, did the math and was like, oh, it's going to take us 46 weeks. Because, I mean, that's the math right there. But, so it's not like, oh, we're doing this just because we need to you Know combine some movies or you know save time, yeah. We're condense. doing it more so because, like, these aren't the big ones.
1: No, well, I mean, when we get to movies like Civil War and Infinity War and pretty much the Avengers movies are getting their own episode,
0: yeah. Each, of course, each Avengers movie is getting their episode, and then probably each you know, initial newer hero besides Thor,
1: right? Um, because Thor, we'll, we'll get to Thor, yeah. Let's let's jump right into Iron Man 2. Just because, I mean, it kind of picks up where we left off in the first Iron Man, right? He's been Iron Man now for a couple of months. He's kind of... This is Tony Stark at his most egotistical in the beginning of Iron Man 2. Like, he
0: is... I mean, it yeah, it starts out with that last interview of the movie, of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I am Iron Man. Yeah. And then the, he's just feeling himself.
1: Right, he's just being a pompous ass on Capitol Hill. Yeah. and It's funny. It is, It is funny. It's so Tony.
0: It's very Tony Stark.
1: And the crazy thing to me was in that Senate hearing. So like you know, if if you put yourself you know watching the movie, he's in there because they want his technology, right? The United yeah. States military, the government, they want the Iron Man technology. He ain't giving it to them. The
0: Iron Man weapon,
1: right? The, the, as weapon. they as they call
0: they're it, they're
1: calling it a weapon. As he
0: calls it, a high tech prosthesis.
1: Yes, very good. And the the congressman, or is he a senator?
0: Senator, yes. Senator
1: that's, that's like, grilling him, that's asking him questions.
0: He looks like he's melting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Gary Shandling. That guy. He is this, and, okay, so, I, fuck, before we get started, I didn't think we said this last week, but spoilers abound.
0: Oh, yeah, spoilers for a 10-year-old movie, yeah.
1: Well, to be, to be real, last week when we were doing Iron Man, I definitely talked about some results of Endgame. Oh. Yeah, so. It's been two years. If you haven't seen the entire series, don't listen to this any further back to the senator senator that's fucking grilling him he's hydra yep we don't know yet
0: but he is we find that out
1: that's yes. that limey bastard that son of a bitch he's a hydra and it's just crazy to think about like all the other things that are happening but when this movie was made like we had no idea
0: yeah it's so, just a, just a guy who's just he is just doing yeah. his job as a senator hey we want this weapon right. for war. war 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 to kill and You know, as they're going through this hearing, they bring in Rhodey. Rhodey. Who is not the Rhodey.
1: No, it's actually, it's Rhodey 2.0.
0: It's Rhodey like 6.0. I'm
1: not going to lie. I love Don Cheadle, but I really, I really liked Terrence Howard as Rhodey. He,
0: He was pretty good. He was fantastic. And at that time, he was a bigger actor than Robert Downey Jr., so that's why he wanted more money
1: mm-hmm.
0: going forward. And they're like, well, no.
1: Yeah, because
0: at the time, he he was a much bigger actor.
1: Yeah, he was. He was, he was Hustle and Flugs came out. Yeah. Won a, so, won a bunch of Academy Awards.
0: But I mean, I'm sure he's fine money-wise, but imagine fucking that up. How many how many Marvel movies has Don Cheadle been in?
1: Uh, pretty much anytime Iron Man's in one, <laughs> War so, Machine's in it.
0: So, so he messed up half a dozen movies? Yeah, he goofed. A, of that Disney money. Now he's on TV. Now he's on TV, but hey, um, that's a big L.
1: Yeah, that's not 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 great. In retrospect, yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. But yeah, Rhodey comes in, and if you just get past the initial shock of it not being Terrence Howard, we got Don Cheadle, another great Oscar winning, Oscar nominated actor. Um, so he comes in, he's Rhodey, and he kind of he's you can kind of tell he's conflicted too, right? Tony's his friend. He wants Tony to you know have his technology and do whatever he's doing and beat Tony. But also he is a lieutenant colonel in the United States military, like in yeah. the air force. Yeah. And he understands that like this technology also could help the, help the United States.
0: He has friends and he has bosses. So right, exactly. which, what are you going to be more loyal? And to? And that
1: plays a big part later in the film, right? Yeah. So we get introduced to the villain of the movie. There's actually kind of two, it's like a two headed monster here. A little bit. Right. We have uh, Mickey Rourke coming in to play Ivan Vanko. Vanko. Vanko, what do you think about him as this character, Ricky Rourke? Like, do you think he did a good job? Or were you kind of just like, uh?
0: I mean, Mickey Rourke is a fantastic actor. Absolutely. Him and the wrestler was... Amazing. That was his, like, peak, you know, mm-hmm. nominations for awards and stuff. I
1: think about Sin City a lot.
0: That's... Okay, yeah, for sure. Sin City is very good, too. So, I mean, he is fantastic. And him playing this, like, real grizzled... Russian, like, old-world Russian villain. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it kind of reminds me of, like, James Bond stuff, you know? this yeah. This makes me think of, like, oh, this is a James Bond villain. But he really nails this persona. Right. And I really like him as a villain. Okay. I think it fits. I like him as a villain. Because there's so many links, not just between, okay, uh, he's, you know, an old Russian Villain, but his father worked with Tony's father, so there's a whole dichotomy between the two that they're kind of the same person. He's also an uh, like a genius. Yes. So they they're two sides of the same coin.
1: I like that, and the dichotomy is a good word. That's uh, you kind of nailed it by saying the two sides of the same coin kind of deal because it really is. And you find out more about Howard Stark in this, whereas in the first one you just know that he you know started the Stark Industries. Yeah. Blah, blah blah blah. We find out in this film that he in fact was a pioneer that started fucking shield like he's one of the founding members of shield this is the first time that uh, john slattery takes the role as howard stark and we get to see him many more times throughout the mcu and the relationship between him and tony and you, to go in line with that what you were saying with the relationship between um Vanko and his father kind of the same because you have one who's just founded shield works hard never home Doesn't give Tony a whole lot of the time, uh, the time of day. And then you have the other one who's pissed off, you know, vengeful and not a great way to be raised if you're, if you're Ivan Vanko. Yeah. So same kind of relationship, like total admiration and love for their fathers, but also like there is something there that that they resent their fathers. Yeah. But take what their fathers gave them and here we, here we go.
0: Building onto it. So yeah, we, we see him, we see Vanko for the first time in Monaco. Oh, before, before we get to Monica. Okay, I was going to say, well, there's another character. We get introduced to in this <laughs> yeah. one. And I don't
1: think the whole movie she's referred to as Black Widow at all.
0: No, just Natalie, she's at first, Natalie Rushman. Rushman. At first, Natalie Rushman.
1: And then, you know, of course, if you hadn't seen anything, if 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 you're watching these that they came out, you have no idea who she is, but she actually is, in fact, Nat, Nat, Nat yeah. Natasha? Natasha, Natasha Romanoff. Natasha Romanoff. That's right. I always knew it was Nat, and then it just dawned on me right now. I had no fucking idea what it was short for. <laughs> That's why I stopped at Nat. Is <laughs> Nat Nat? Not Nat. 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 Call it good. Good. Black Widow. So she is in this movie, played by the beautiful Scarlett Johansson.
0: And my favorite, my favorite, line in this movie is as she is as Tony is signing over his company to Pepper. Right. She comes into. Do that to okay. take care of all she's of like
1: that. A notary.
0: Exactly. So she comes in, gets all signers signatures from everybody, and then as she's leaving, Tony's like, "I want one." She's like, "No." Before that, she's like, "That is a potential very expensive sexual harassment lawsuit." Yes. That's what that is.
1: I picked all that up. Like that was the initial <laughs> feeling I was getting. I was like, "Tony, shut your mouth!" Like I know this is like what twenty ten. Yeah. Yeah. No, not in twenty twenty one. He's like, "I want one." You can't say anything like that at all. Yeah. No. One,
0: fantastic.
1: So she's she's uh, infiltrating, right? Obviously, she's working for S.H.I.E.L.D. We get um, crazy because if you didn't stick around for the post-credits scene in Iron Man, you don't know who the fuck Samuel Jackson is. But he is in this movie later. We'll get there. But obviously, we talked about S.H.I.E.L.D. So something we need to point out, too, moving on, is that he's dying. Tony is slowly dying in it's this movie.
0: Palladium in the chest.
1: Right. It's just poisoning yeah. him. And he, he knows his time is limited. So it kind of takes him off the rails a little bit, right? He signs over the company to Pepper. So she is now the CEO of Stark Industries. And then he's just down in that fucking basement of his, getting drunk, building stuff, not giving a fuck really, right? And then we get to Monaco, where he decides he's going to race to the chagrin of everybody in his camp, right?
0: And that's after this very small scene, that I've known about forever, but not mostly because he didn't become, you know, as big as the celebrity as he is. He's always been a huge businessman. But the first part of the scene in Monaco, Tony's going around, talking to everybody, and Elon Musk is there. He is. <laughs> so I I had seen that initially, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's Elon Musk. And then as he, he got bigger and bigger, I'm like, yeah, that's Elon Musk, like Tesla. Elon Musk. Yes. So he was in Iron Man. And this two. is
1: circa 2010, 2011. Yeah, something around there.
0: So Teslas were around, but nowhere near what they are today.
1: Well, he wasn't doing SpaceX things yet either. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Yeah, I, I remember that because she was like, "Hi, hi, Elon," and I was like, "Is that? Is that, is that Elon Musk?" It's
0: the, no, it's the other Elon that we all. Yeah, know I don't about.
1: know any other Elon, so we pretty <laughs> much narrowed it down immediately. But uh, so he goes to race, and that's where we get the the first confrontation between. Ivan and Tony, and he fucks him up. Like, initially, I mean, he's just got these whip things. I don't know what the fuck. He's using the same ARC technology that Tony said that wasn't possible to achieve for another five to ten years.
0: It's badass.
1: Yeah, it is badass. And Tony eventually kind of defeats him, in a sense, but not before the world has seen that here's the technology duplicated and it can be used to, essentially, if you didn't have... The last minute save of your suit, you were you were toast. Tony. Yeah, you were toast. He was done. Is this hats off to Happy for driving the rolls uh, the wrong way on a racetrack? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that's a that's a ballsy move.
1: Yeah, I love Happy. So we see now that the other villain that we're introduced to, Justin Hammer, the uh, CEO of Hammer Hammer Weapons, I Hammer remember? Industries, Hammer Industries, Hammer Weapons, whatever, whatever. Yeah, just a rival of Stark Industries as far as, uh, wanting to be, you know, the main contract the government has as far as weapons supplying. And he gets in league with Ivan and we get this kind of pretentious relationship a little bit because you know that Ivan's not going to do what Justin Hammer wants him to, but you know that Justin Hammer is just all his, he's so blinded by his wanting to overtake Tony.
0: Yeah. So that's uh, I
1: love Sam Rockwell by the way, always loved him. He's a great actor, he's in everything, he is, and he's a, he's amazing. He's in a bunch of shit. I want man. to see him in more things forever. <laughs> and in every movie I've seen him in, he just he does a little dance, he does, dance. he dances a lot. He,
0: yeah, he's, he has little shimmies, he does, he's, I, he's going around.
1: I like it. The first time I ever saw him was in Green Mile, right? He played uh, Wild Bill. I can't,
0: I don't think there, I can't remember specifically like a first time that I've seen him. But he's just a treat. He Always, is a, treat. always a treat.
1: I wish uh, his his character could have stuck around through more, like, been there. But no use for him moving on after this. Because he, he is, in this movie, the minor villain, obviously. Yeah. Ivan is the main guy. And so, without taking too much more time, we have to get into, like, kind of how Tony allows the technology to get to the government, right? He's all drunk and shit, and he has a fight with Rhodey.
0: Because he's uh, being... An asshole. He, dude, he's being the worst. He's being an asshole. He's I mean, being like that
1: drunk guy that's at your house. You're like, all right, man, party's over. Like, you got to go. And then he's just like, live. I am fucking leave. It. Well,
0: he's the guy who's way more drunk than everybody else. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, not the time.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, in his defense, he, he is dying. He doesn't know how to save his own life. Like, he's going out on his last birthday yeah he thinks he's he's gonna have he's
0: sure he's going to die so he's like ah here you go pepper here's my company here uh i'm just gonna fucking blow shit up in the iron man suit hey throw it up in the air pop pop pop
1: didn't like that at all i'll blow it up whatever so roadie puts on a suit which is awesome because we get war machine eventually but he
0: he he says the thing too he says you want to be a war machine he does say it he says the thing
1: and then he, he leaves. He leaves with the suit, takes it to the government, and they retrofit it with a bunch of hammer weapons. And they're kind of ball. That suit's kind of baller. It's pretty sick. Yeah. It's pretty sick. And then um, you can tell Brody's having, like, conflicted. Conflicted about it. And we get to the expo, which is the climax of the film. And then, you know, Vanco's plan kind of comes to fruition. He's programmed all the bots, the uh, robots the drones to kill Tony. Yeah. And he's also overridden the war machine suit to also kill Tony. And with help from Happy and Black Widow, they are able to get control back of that. They fight back. It's it's an awesome little scene at the end there. Uh, I like the action. I like but it's just more and more fucking shit that the Avengers have caused as far as like damage and shit. Yes. Every time I watch a movie I'm like, this is why there's a Sokovia, of course.
0: Yeah, as advancements happen more and more destruction happens mm-hmm. so as you get bigger you attract bigger villains right so i mean he well tony like just a important piece before this final battle
1: you're right i totally gloss over this
0: he makes a new element
1: yeah he creates a new element from that uh, he got like building blocks from his father
0: he was His father was limited by the technology in his time.
1: Yeah, a beautiful little video where he talks to him. Yeah. It's like a moment where Tony's like, oh, fuck, I love you, Dad. I'm going to do this.
0: He's like, oh, shit, my dad cared about me, but I never knew this because I was a little shit, too.
1: I imagine Tony was a little shit when yeah. he was
0: young. Yeah, yeah. So, so he yeah. creates a brand new element that is uh, way better than dying from palladium in the chest.
1: Right, and he switches it out, and he's, he's good to go now.
0: But what does he use to level the last piece for his mini hadron collider, looked like the hadron look,
1: looked like the Captain America shield.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you could tell Coulson was like, "Hey, you know what this is?" Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I,
1: give, I, me I need that. That. give me I that. I just,
0: I just need to to stack it." And one little piece, as well in that scene, is Coulson is watching over him at that point, making sure he's on house arrest, quote unquote, basically, so that he can work on this. And then he's like, "Well, I'm leaving. I've been reassigned
1: to New Mexico." New
0: Mexico. Right. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I have more pressing issues in New Mexico. And we're like, wait, what the fuck? What is more pressing than, like, an arc reactor whiplash?
1: Yeah. And it's great because we do get that tied up in the post-credits. Yeah, he goes in Mexico. And, like, we fast-forward to what I was talking about as far as the climax at the end. And together, Tony and Rhodey are able to defeat Vanko. And then, essentially, I mean... Nick Fury presents Tony with the Avengers initiative and says, you ain't in.
0: Yeah. Iron Man to go. Tony, Tony Stark. Star, no. Not recommended. No. He's like, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. How can you have me, but not me? <laughs> this doesn't make any kind of sense. But it does. But it makes perfect sense. It does. You
1: can't. Tony's just too much of a Tony. I mean, obviously, you know, going forward that that's not going to be the case. But, but, hu-
0: but humans are unpredictable. That's why Ivan said it best. Drone better.
1: He did say the, the, that. He
0: said the drones are better. Humans are unpredictable.
1: Yeah. He said drone better.
0: Drone better.
1: <laughs> so, anything before we get to the post credits, you wanted to mention? As far as I mean, I liked the movie. It was good. It was a good sequel. Um, you just kind of forget about it because everything that happens after afterward.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like on a rewatch, I I, I was thr- thrilled. I was enjoying it. I had a good time watching it, and I forgot how good it was uh i i don't know if there's anything
0: specific um i mean it just is a good movie i feel like it gets lost in the anthology lexicon whatever of all the other marvel movies Mm -hmm. but it's it's pretty solid so but we're gonna do something different than what we normally do in most episodes we're gonna do like a midway hot route section mid route mid route mid route warm, warm route or it's not a hot route it's like a war, it's like a lukewarm route okay okay um what do you th- all right so hot route warm route number 1 <laughs> what do you think about that last fight Rhodey, Tony and Whiplash
1: i think that with with like because Tony was poking shit at Ivan, like, oh yeah, you should try this, you should try this, like, your shit was, you know, ancient, blah, 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 and he did fix it, and took Tony's suggestions, and made his suit, essentially, as good as theirs, with his fucking whiplash technology, you know, whips, and I think that it was a great callback to when they had their fight at the house, Tony and Rhodey, when they tried to fucking zap each other, and it blew up, I think that was cool, that that's how they ended up defeating Vonko. So I'm cool with it. Like, it wasn't, like, drawn out and long and, like, unnecessarily CGI'd. It was just enough to be like, yo, we needed each other. I needed you. We're still boys. It was, like, a coming together moment. I I liked that. Yeah. I liked it.
0: I I can see that.
1: Most of the battle was them trying to evade and destroy the other drones. Yeah. Right? They had more than just Vonko to worry about.
0: Yeah. So it's like, in, in that aspect, I can see it like, okay, they kind of already had a quote unquote battle for a little bit, and now to have another battle, mm-hmm. except that's what I fucking would have wanted. Okay? <laughs> that battle was like three minutes, if that. I'm cool with it. That was, it was, it was nothing. Sometimes too much is, is too much. We didn't even see anything new that Ivan did. It's just bigger.
1: He was handling both of them.
0: It's just bigger. He's it's handling. just a bigger suit. Handling, I so we like. Wouldn't he upgrade? Like, yes, he upgraded. But wouldn't he get some new techniques for doing something? Yeah, he yeah. just did the same thing. No, but he, more. Had a, he
1: had a whole suit this time. In Monaco, <laughs> he was just him. Like he had like a arc reactor around his chest. Okay, but he didn't have like the suit.
0: I I wanted more. He could have been way cooler. Yeah. Okay. he was already really fucking cool. But like, if that battle scene was a little bit more, not even drawn out, just extended I think it could have been uh, a great great villain I'm okay as with opposed it. to just a good one it's
1: a good one it's okay they fight better villains moving forward it's fine it's yeah they do it's fine <sighs> is all you got for no no, no no oh you have another one
0: so I know we talked about roadie the roadies which one would you rather like thinking of Terrence Howard did continue What would be a moment that you think he would shine in as opposed to Don Cheadle in the future movies?
1: It's hard for me to do that because there's some shit that Don Cheadle says that are, like, super cringy. But also, it would sound cringy if Terrence Howard said it, too. Like, it's this cringy dialogue from him. Yeah. And... I don't know like I could see him being real funny when they're like in endgame and they're on more rag and he's like so he's an idiot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, I can roll with that
0: just some of the quick things like Terrence because Terrence Howard he, that smooth ass voice yeah. man it's you like could... what do you
1: you know what's running through my veins right now cheese whiz yep I can see yeah, Terrence Howard with the with the one liners like I, yeah I could see that
0: they each, they each have their different delivery.
1: But I love Don Cheadle, so. Yeah. I mean, he's just been around and done so much for so long. Love that guy. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think that that takes us to the post credit scene, which ties directly into Thor. Yeah. Right? post credit scene of Iron Man 2. Coulson is in Mexico. And there's a hammer. A hammer? A hammer.
0: Did you know what that hammer was? When I saw it? Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, I knew. Immediately, I was like, are we getting a Thor movie?
0: Like, oh, shit. Because, like, now, you know, we've seen Iron Man, and then, you know, you watch the end credits of Iron Man, you hear Avengers Initiative. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't know about it at all,
1: you've had Iron Man 1 and now 2. Teasing at it. Exactly. So now we kind of, and that's awesome, because Thor comes out next. Yeah. in, in, In release order. And so when Thor comes out, the thing I like about this movie is it's not so much, like, Thor fighting, like, You know, the Thor that we want to see. Like, when you think of Thor, like, half the movie, he doesn't even have his powers. Yeah. Like, it's the beginning of his journey. And so many movies, like, try to do this where it's, like, an origin story without too much fucking action. But it has to keep you in because it's an action movie. And I think what I love about this movie most is you get to see, like, the little fucker that he was before he got stripped of his powers you got to see what made him realize he was a little fucker. Yeah. And then he gets to, you know, get his powers back in, you know, that combined, like him having the hammer and his powers, and then with the humility he has learned by being on Earth, being stripped of all that shit, turns him into, you know, the hero that we go have moving forward. Yeah. And he's just not like, the crazy thing about Thor is he might be one of the most interesting characters in the entire MCU. Uh, he's an
0: actual god. Yes. He's, he's a straight up god, and that's one of my favorite things, like, so... That movie kind of reminds me of like, you know, whenever you play a video game and there's a sequel to that video game, throughout that first game, you gather and gain all of these powers. And then once you play the second one, it kind of does like a reel back. Like, well, how are we supposed to get this guy back down to normalcy so that new players can kind of come in and understand different things? Like, we can't have you going into the second game being just fucking powerful as fuck. So, this is kind of what it shows. It shows him being a god, and it's not like, oh, hey, you just lost your powers. Oops. Now you got to build it back up. The first whole part of the movie, like you said, is him being a little shithead and just wanting to battle everybody. Mm -hmm. He's trying to battle everybody, and he gets into it with the frost giants. I
1: mean, let's just say that that hammer is so badass when he's fucking just fucking frost giants up, dude.
0: Just shattering frost giants.
1: And then we have these side characters in the beginning there. One mainly we want to look at is Loki. Loki, his adopt, well, his brother. His brother. At this point, he's just his brother. So, I mean, just to kind of see how he was, like, I remember watching it over again after everything that we've seen and just being like, God, he was the worst. Yeah. He was the worst. And Anthony Hopkins as Odin is just such a great casting. He's a force. You bring in someone with the clout that he has as an actor. Sir Anthony Hopkins comes in and, yeah. like, it's like the perfect person like the sean connery's and the anthony Hopkinses of the world you bring them in to play a role like this with authority and it just plays like perfect and and i love that he sticks around like you know plays odin through the rest of the series yeah and just the power that he commands as you know the king of asgard it's awesome and you know Rene russo is his wife the queen frigga
0: They, they got some good peeps
1: they do, and they just keep going with. As we go through these movies, there's just well, so many castings that are ridiculous. Yeah, it's like Michael Douglas and Ant Man.
0: Well, yeah, Michael Douglas and Ant Man. I mean, it's just Elba is Heimdall in Thor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, they they have some great pieces, and then so but, I mean, moving forward, yeah, we see him just being a a shithead trying to fight for the sake of fighting. Right. Because I'm the all powerful. I want to meet my match.
1: Right. Because they ruined his coronation.
0: Exactly. Right. So he's like, well, I'm gonna go fucking get him. And then Odin come and saves them. He does. And tries to, you know, have a truce or have a, you know, at least okay grounds with Luffy, the...
1: King of the Frost Giants.
0: Yeah. And he's like, nah, you ask for war, you're going to get war.
1: Which it's... is stupid.
0: It's not smart on his part.
1: No, but it's, it's Thor's fault. And that's the lesson we're learning here is like, he really fucked up. And this is when Odin is like, you're a fucking rotten child. Like, you're done. Like, I'm I'm banishing you, essentially. You're done. He doesn't say I'm banishing you, like, you know, for a little bit, you're grounded. It's, get the fuck out of here. You're banished. You're, you're banished forever. And it, it's just a, a great moment. He gets to Earth, and we get introduced to, like, oh, fine-ass Natalie Portman. And, Do you mean fine-ass Kat Dennings? I mean, fine-ass cast all around. <laughs> yeah. <I think>. so, <laughs> yeah. so then there's, like, you know, and you have the uh, the main scientist there, played by Stellan Skarsgård. Love him.
0: Fine-ass Skarsgård, too. Like, well, let's go with that.
1: I can go with that. That's fine. I love him. And I love a lot of people today. <laughs> Anyways, he obviously is skeptical, but he starts saying some shit that really gets Jane, um, Marley Portman's character, Jane, like, really intrigued. It's the, kind of like, this dude might be for real, but also, like, he's just a fucking idiot still.
0: Yeah, the doc... I, why can't I remember the doctor's name? Selvig is... I mean, he knows all about North, Norse mythology, and he hears this guy, like, just dedicating to this, what he thinks is a bit, maybe, or is mentally unstable or drunk or whatever, but he's like, like, imagine being in his, in his shoes and just like, this dude is is dedicated to thinking he's Thor, is asking Heimdall to open, open the Bifrost, and you're just like, we gotta get him help.
1: This dude's fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, um, I mean, as you progress through that, like, I mean, I don't want to, I just i to talk slightly, just a small amount of time since we don't have a lot, just about the profound effect of all that, that it had on him to change his character. Obviously it wasn't until like, you know, he couldn't pick up his hammer, but everything before that, just like learning how the humans are, how they interact, how to like, you know, be a person, what Jane's been doing and how a great of a person that they all are. He realizes all this, he comes to terms with the fact that that he's gonna be here forever and he understands why he was banished like he learns his lesson without the expectation of being able to go back to asgard i love that part of it because like it's not like oh yeah i'm just gonna pretend like he really thought he was he was done loki comes and tells him that odin died that yeah father is dead right when really so, and then you find out obviously that that loki's behind all of this yeah right and, which is, of course, you could have called that if you knew a little bit about the comics or anything, that Loki is the or god of the, a, Yeah, just, god just about of Norse
0: mythology. Yeah. Like you said, he's the god of mischief. This is just what's going to happen. Right,
1: it's going to be Loki. And so, you know, this the turn that, that Thor has, it makes it a little bit more believable. Obviously, it's an accelerated pace, but it kind of has to be that we are talking about an hour and a half, hour, 45 minute movie. Yeah, you don't have a whole lot of lead. it's not, it's not the four hour fucking Snyder cut that just got released to so just do everything. Yeah, um, you have a limited time, so it's believable. I can roll with it as far as like these movies go with like in the beginning of their intro stories. Like I, I like this one a lot. People talk about them not being you know better, but that's just because we got such good movies later. Yeah. People just forget. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a recent, a fallacy of recency bias.
0: And and this one is again just to set up the universe. You know, setting up these introductory characters, like even the villain in this one is, you know, quote unquote Loki. But like the big bad at the end, the destroyer, nobody gives a shit. No. Nobody gives a shit about the destroyer. Because the destroyer is of Asgard.
1: Yeah. So
0: right? it, it's that's not really the biggest thing, and even so, that is not the biggest thing. But then you get. You know, he ends up defeating the Destroyer after, he's, like you had said, he's not able to get his hammer.
1: Right. He sacrifices his life, essentially, to save the people of this town in the middle of nowhere that he has no connection to. But he's sacrificing himself to give them time to evacuate. Because he knows it's there for him. Kill me. Leave this town alone. Yep. And that's the deal. And so, that's essentially what happens. And then, because the, at that moment, he becomes worthy. He does get his hammer. He gets his little cape back. And fucking... Chris Hemsworth is. Did we did talk about fine ass Chris Hemsworth too? Like, do,
0: yeah, there there's some good Chris's in the Marvel universe.
1: I can. Yep, there's like three on the top there's of my some head. Some really like, good ones. Yeah, we have um, only got to one well, so far. And
0: there, I know the three you're thinking of, but there's also Chris Pine.
1: Oh my god, is Chris Pine in the MCU?
0: Oh, never mind. Hold on, I was thinking of nope. It's that's DC. the DCU. It's DC. Damn it. It's okay, scratch all of this. I'll edit that out. Leave it in. It's okay. I can fuck up. But. One of my favorite things about them starting out this MCU is we start out with Iron Man. Iron Man, okay? Iron Man starts with just a dude. Well, he's not just a dude. He's Tony fucking Stark. But it starts out with Tony Stark, then becoming... He transcends. He becomes something different. And he really ascends. Right. So it's kind of going from human things to maybe a little bit... Supernatural. human supernatural. Yeah. And then we have, it's the same in Iron Man 2, and then Thor, it is the exact opposite. We start out with this godly stuff, and then he descends down onto Earth and learns how to be a human. So it is literally the exact opposite. So it's showing you the range that the MCU can have just in these first two characters.
1: And it's also, I like that, and it's also getting you used, like it's essentially getting your feet wet with the more non-believable things. That are going to be happening in this universe, right? Yeah. Because, like, in Iron Man, you can suspend belief enough to be like, okay, yeah, he definitely should have died right there, but whatever, it's a movie. In this one, it's like gods, like Bifrost, universe, planets. It like, really goes out it, there. It goes. So it's getting your feet wet because it only gets more intense from there on. So I like that about it. And then, you know, at the end here, he gets the hammer back. He promises Jane's going to come back because he has to go to Asgard. He knows of the plot of Loki because his friends came and told him about it. So he has to stop Loki. And he doesn't. Well, Loki had staged an assassination on Odin. He saves him, quote unquote. And then, but Thor comes back to reveal the plot. They have a little battle at the end there. And in order to go ahead and, you know, stop Loki from destroying. What's the planet the frost giants are on? Jotunheim. Jotunheim. Um, he has to destroy the Bifrost. Yeah, which essentially destroys their their paths of of going anywhere
0: to any other realm, including Earth. Earth right, which is Midgard.
1: Midgard. I like that. I want to stop calling Earth Earth from now on. Midgard. Midgard.
0: You're just gonna like whenever you do your address, you're just gonna put like your street and then your city and then state, s- state, and then country, country, and then Midgard. 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 And then like Milky Way galaxy.
1: Maybe I won't go. I'll stop at Midgard.
0: That's pretty good. Midgard.
1: Midgard. And if someone's reading it, they have to read it like that. Midgard. Midgard. So,
0: I mean... He, he destroys the Bifrost and then is hanging on to Loki. Just like, hey, I'm gonna save you.
1: And then Loki's like, nah.
0: Loki's like, nah. I'm doing air quotes. Yes. <laughs> nah. I'm doing air quotes. He says, no... And Thor, he, well, Thor can see it in his eyes. He's like, he's gonna fucking <laughs> yeah, let don't go. don't fucking let go. Don't you do it. And then he lets go. And dies.
1: For the first time. For the first time. For the first time he dies. It is revealed, we should have glossed over it, it is revealed that he is from Jotunheim, right? When Odin went there first, like, in the first war, he took him as almost like a hostage but not really like in the sense of that you would like with Ned Stark took theon
0: as a ward yeah it he, was more like, more like a mercy it was it was a mercy he he said it and he it like you said it was a mercy he took him because Loki was saying like I was you were knee-deep in blood why did you take me and he was like you're just an innocent baby like you you did nothing I had qualms with your people right but you did nothing so I mean if I can save an innocent life and that's that's not a side we see of these powerful beings, usually. Nope. Especially of, like of someone like Odin's caliber. The god of gods. Right. Pretty much.
1: And that was cool. And then, obviously, Loki just had a chip on his shoulder from the time he found out. He knew he was never going to be king of Asgard, and it really rubbed him the wrong way. So that's essentially why this plot is in place. So he falls. We think he's dead for the first time. And then, you know, you get a moment there at the end with... Uh, odin and thor and odin's like i've learned or thor's like i've learned a lot like i'm not ready to lead you were right you know let me just go on and bring rest and peace to the rest of the universe because now it's you know going to shit the realms the realms and then we have a moment with thor and um heimdall where he's just like i can't go see jane but can you see her and he's like yeah she's she look she's so just for you
0: we uh Definitely don't talk about Heimdall as much. I want to talk about him forever. Like, I love Heimdall. That's my man crush for sure. Yeah. Uh, Because the most badass, potentially top five badass moments in the MCU is Loki saying, like, oh, okay, you, you are not the gatekeeper anymore. And he's like, okay, then you are no longer my king. And immediately tries to kill him. Yes. Immediately is just yes. like swings his big fucking sword and is ready to just dunk on Loki.
1: He is. I forgot about him. He freezes him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, no, Heimdall's the realist because he he's a badass in Ragnarok, too. <laughs> he's a badass,
0: like, he's just dude. a badass. Underrated character. Nobody ever talks about, oh, who's your favorite character in MCU? Granted, he is only in, like, three, four, four three, movies. Maybe,
1: maybe. Yeah, he's in, like, Ultron for, like, a second.
0: Yeah, he's in a couple movies, a handful of movies, so I understand that. Right. But damn, is he cool. One of
1: the most badass side characters. Yeah. i say that because he is a side character. Yeah. And so, I think the post-credits for this one was Loki on Earth, right? So I'm pretty know. sure it is. I think, I think it's like they're taking Dr. Selvig into S.H.I.E.L.D. to have him study the Tesseract. And then, like, Loki is there. Like, just in, like, a weird godlike way. Where, like, he's also going to be there with Selvig to, like, ah, oh, the Tesseract. Yes, the Tesseract. So, but this one straight up is just a tease of Avengers, yep, right, and that's not even what comes out next. No, we get we get Captain first.
0: Yep, it goes right into Captain America, which it makes sense, you know, it, it rolls right into the first Avenger.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is which is good because Cap is the leader of the Avengers. Yeah. So, anything else on on Thor?
0: On Thor, not not so much. I mean, I really love all the characters that are introduced. Um, it, like we've been talking about, is another introductory story
1: yeah an intro, origin story your typical like you know formula of like this is your hero you know he goes through these tri- trials and tribulations and then he becomes the hero you know and we're gonna move on from here in the sequels yeah but like I said I did it well like humanizing a god
0: yeah so yeah. we're gonna head right into the final segment
1: actual hot route actual hot route actual hot route 2.0, 2.0. hot route part two.
0: For Thor. For Thor. All right. So all we've been talking about is how badass a bunch of these characters are, and it's an origin story, and it has all these different side characters, main characters, whatever. In this first Thor movie, who do you think had, not the best role, but who do you think performed their role the greatest? It could be a side character, a main character. No, it's Loki. It's It's Loki. It's Tom Hiddleston. Okay. (laughs)
1: Just like, because, and I, 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 have the benefit of hindsight, but to, to know what kind of character he grows into, but if you take all that away, even still, like Loki kind of steals the show just with his, Tom Tillerson's performance, obviously is amazing. And then his, the grudge that he has, like the hatred in his heart and like where it comes from and like his growing up with this understanding that he won't be King and, and why that pisses him off and finding out where he actually is from his origins it really kinda he's absolutely not a villain that I empathize with as much as like Killmonger or even Thanos.
0: He's he's not a he's not evil because he's evil. Right. Which, you know, classic villains, they wanna destroy the world. They wanna do all this Right, right. because there's this, a backstory. There's to
1: layers have. to Loki and I love that. And then we get just so much more Loki. We're getting a fucking series about Loki yeah. on Disney Plus here pretty soon. So I mean yeah, it's Loki. And Odin.
0: <clears throat> and, and Odin. Fair enough. Fair enough. Alright, the last hot route of the episode. I think we could both say that, we. so we talked about Iron Man 2 and Thor. I think we can both say that we could enjoy Ivan Vanko as a villain better than the Destroyer. Yeah. Because that's kind of like the main battle. That happens.
1: Well, I mean, you're counting, like, the Battle on the Bifrost with Loki and Thor.
0: Yeah. Like, eh, maybe. Maybe. So you could you could kind of think of the same thing as, like, the Destroyer with the drones and then Vanko with Loki. That's how I would compare it. So you wouldn't have wanted a better battle between Thor and Loki. The, Destroyer the Destroyer or between Thor and Loki? Because I feel like both of those battles between Vanko and Loki weren't
1: that great. I, I feel like, and so this is a good question. I feel like this was appropriate because if you think back to the first Iron Man, Tony's learning a lesson as he's fighting um, Obadiah, right? He's ready to sacrifice himself, which becomes a reoccurring theme in Tony's life as a hero. In this movie, you don't need the battle to be a fucking you know, a spectacle or epic because the lesson that we're trying to get Thor to learn is that the same kind of one I just talked about with Tony. It's like he gave his life for fucking mid Like what the fuck? And like, that's the humility that he learned. So that's all we needed from that. And then you play into the battle with Loki and it's like, after everything Loki has done, we get to see Thor now show compassion. Like this doesn't have to end like this brother. Like don't fucking kill yourself. Like you're my brother. And it's the lessons that are more important than the actual battles themselves. So that's why I, I can roll with it.
0: I dig it. I dig it. Nice. That's Good.
1: it. That's it. And, that's it. And that's it. That's it. That, that's, uh... I'm excited. Like, we're... We're at the beginning. We're at the beginning. And I'm just excited <laughs> to get to these other ones.
0: We we have just barely scratched the surface, really? so to speak. Yeah.
1: And I know people out there right now that listen that, like, haven't seen all these yet, but they're getting to it now. Like, they're... Because, you know, they're, like... They're seeing these series come out on Disney Plus, like, with WandaVision and... Falcon and the Winter Soldier now on, and they're like hearing it from the people that have been watching, like, these are good, and they're like, well, fuck, I can't watch it because I need to watch these, and people are now starting to go through them. You
0: can go through them. You can spare a movie or two a week.
1: A week. I mean, a
0: movie a week is generally kind of what we're going with. We're doing two on this one, but...
1: Yeah, you can easily
0: catch up. You can easily catch up. You can spare a movie a week, and you can do, you know, if you're just doing a movie a week, you can do it in half a year. Is that so much to ask...
1: No. Is that so much to ask? It's not really. It's totally doable. Totally doable. But like, with, yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm a nerd, and I love that shit. I eat it up. So like, it's easy for me to sit here and say, just fucking do it. Dude, yeah. Let's do it. But it, you know, it,
0: if we're if we weren't doing this on like a time based thing, I would I would just keep watching. I would just keep watching through and through. with, like you know, we started a couple weeks ago, I would have been done probably in, like, a week. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: be going as slow. I mean, because right now... It'd be, like, a month-long thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because, like, I'm watching New Girl right now still, obviously. It's a good show. I fucking love New Girl. Anyways, also supporting that. But that is the end of another episode, so we'll be back next week with something. But, uh, as always, I'm Chris. I'm Ed. And this has been Almost Agreeable. Well, what do you know? Another episode down. You can catch all new episodes every week on Thursdays. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.